J right in your face. Welcome back to episode 15 of the Fadeaway. It's your host Fatty alongside me today. How you doing, Zaidmon Green? <laughs> oh man. That's probably the yeah, worst. I'm running one. out, bro. I'm running out, man. It was either that or Lon Zaid Ball, but Lon Zaid and Lonzo doesn't work. Like, you should have used that. You should have used that next week. Uh, man, you can't fine. be giving everybody the, the nicknames. Can't That's give it how away. confident I am. Actually, next week's the playoffs, man. New beginnings. Yeah, yeah. New beginnings. How's it going? Not too bad. You uh you, you got some news for me, I think, uh about about your your team that you're coaching. Yeah, but before we get into that, I was actually just scrolling through my uh my LinkedIn page. Oh, and I was looking at some uh, interesting updates that I saw, right? And I was like scrolling, and I seen this one. Yeah. By RSM Canada, uh, the post said, "Our very own audit associate." That's me. LeBron Zaid. <laughs> uh, sorry, Zaid Youssef received 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 the Player of the Week award from the Basketball World Toronto for his outstanding performance in the Bay Street Hoops, a charity basketball tournament promoting youth access to sport. Zaid represents RSM Canada in our corporate basketball league that engages in a friendly competition against other corporate teams from Toronto's financial district. Brother. Buddy. People don't even wish me a good morning when I go into the <laughs> office. How does this feel? My 15 minutes of fame is here, and I'm going to enjoy it while I can. But um, Bro, this page has 3,000 followers. Bro, it's the firm page, man. That's, That's the impressive. official firm page of RSM. Is it Toronto or Canada? Canada. Canada, RSM Canada. So I made, I made the headlines. I guess I'll be professional here. It's great to be a part of a firm that supports and encourages, yeah, uh, yeah you know, all that stuff the, outside of work. Yeah, no, but, I, um, I hear you. I hear you. Thanks no. for giving me my job description, though, my, well, my job title. Congratulations uh, on the thank feat. You. I'm sure it uh, feels uh, really good, especially in the city of downtown Toronto where there's a fair you share know, of competition. Do you know what, what my stat line was? What, 2020 20? <laughs> I wish. That'd be amazing. RP Nipsey. Yeah, shout out Nips. Um, I had 19 and 5. <laughs> that's what it took to get the player of the that's week. That's impressive. But it's it's a corporate league, that so like, like you know. Paul Pierce's career numbers. We'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get that way later. Yeah, exactly. But tell me about your. Um, I I believe your team went undefeated the last two weeks. Yeah, man. Shout out those kids. Like they're actually trash in practice, but then they hit the court, <laughs> and it's a whole different story. So shout out. I know some of them listen to the pod, but uh, yeah, we're five and zero in the last couple of weeks. We won last week's tournament. Went four and zero. Actually, we're 6-0 because we won two today. Right. Um, but how much? I feel like we're a little too good for this division, though, because <laughs> we're winning. Like, we won the first game by 30 and the second by 40. Holy. Uh, weird, man. We don't even have a set half-court offense. Like, it's just been straight fast break after fast break. So, it's uh, it's kind of weird, but they're uh, they're definitely representing us well as yeah. an STM yeah. organization. Just a few of our listeners, if you don't know, STM is like the little community basketball team that we have from our church as well. Uh, and we've all played in it. Older people have played in it. So now it's a rep team. It's, it's a travel yeah. team, essentially. Yeah, a yeah. travel team. We compete and we won last week's tournament. We have a this tournament. We have one more and then OBA's end of May. So hopefully yeah. we can bring home some some hardware. My, my generation, we, we used to be the team that was getting slapped by 40. Yeah. So you told me they slapped somebody else by four. I was like, what are these kids eating, man? Yeah, like, we were never that good, man. They're super athletic. They just run the court. But I also think it's a bit of we're Bad not really in the right division <laughs> for our talents. But anyways... It's okay. We're winning games. So, uh, well done, STM. Well done. Uh, let's get into it, man. The season is... I, I can't believe it. And We're it so feels close. really weird. It's coming to an end. I don't even think we have a full week left. I mean, We're so close, yeah. Next Thursday. So um, a, lot, a lot of things happen this season, as with every season. But uh, most notably, yesterday on the jump. <sighs> so 
obviously oh, it's been uh, a lot of people know it's Dwayne Wade's send off year. So yes. he's been getting, you know, jerseys or shoes or yeah. pieces of the hardwood from the TD Garden, like little souvenirs that teams are giving him yeah. um, for his last time playing against them or on their home floor as well. So they, they took to the jump yesterday and they were discussing the matchup. So they, it was so the jump actually has Paul Pierce on the panel itself. Right. And the discussion that was brought up was Paul Pierce versus Dwayne Wade, who had the better career. So before we get into that, I'm going to play... Uh, just the interview portion of, of what Paul Pierce said. All right. <laughs> Tale of the tape. Both NBA Finals MVP. You have him in career points. He's got more playoff points. You are a more clutch shooter overall. He's got more playoff points. Paul, riddle me this. Who's the better NBA player? That's easy. I can say that off the bat. That's me. <laughs> if you give me Shaq, if you give me LeBron, they did. call the big three. <laughs> Classic. I hate this guy. P double. Oh my goodness, man. Classic Paul Pierce. So much. Salt. This guy, yo. The best thing is they have a they have a because obviously his nickname is the Truth. Right. They have a segment on the jump called Truth or Serum oh. where he's made like the most obscure takes of all time. And like I understand defending yourself, but man, like have some respect. I know. It's his walk off season, and you're out here harping and and harping based on what he says. If you gave me Shaq. If you gave me LeBron, I would have sat on five, six. Nah, there's no, there's no room for ifs here. P double. There's no what ifs here. Paul man. Pierce, like, yo, man, I actually can go on and on all day about this. But what do you actually think? Because to his defense, I think a lot of people forget about his time pre Big Three. Where oh, where Paul, he where he didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, where he okay. wasn't a winner. Which is oh, okay. Which is that's what we oh we care. Which is funny yeah. because earlier in the segment they were it was like Dwayne Wade or. Isaiah Thomas or something like that, and he yeah. gave it to Dwayne Wade because of chips. But then it comes down to Isaiah first. <laughs> he's so Paul oh, Pierce, and he's oh, giving. Oh Paul well, Pierce. if you then that like, <laughs> no, I I don't know. But I want to hear your take on this because I hate Paul Pierce, so maybe I'm being a little bit biased. I think I'm a little bit biased too. I think I think after that Washington series, that one the one year where he hit that game winner, I called game. You remember that? Bro, you're that, forgetting Brooklyn game and seven? And Brooklyn, yeah, yes. Yeah, it was like and the year the, before. It's just, we every, every Toronto Raptors fan hate Paul Pierce, but from a purely, like, we'll try to go, we'll try to be objective here. Yeah. You know, we'll try, we'll, we'll try not to be biased. He also calls us the baby dinosaurs. He's also stupid. I hate, I hate Paul Pierce. But regardless of that, <laughs> let's just try to be objective here. Career-wise, even amongst his peers, they know he's, like, he's good. Obviously, he's a Hall, I think he's, he, whatever, he's a Hall of Famer, all that stuff. But when you're comparing him to Dwayne Wade, well, there's no, there's no chance. Dwayne Wade is probably right now, as it sits, like what top three, top four, top five shooting guards of all time. Yeah. Like, how are you going to compete with that, bro? Like, yeah. Dwayne Wade by himself when Shaq left, still made the playoffs. Low, a, a bottom Eastern Conference team, uh, Eastern Conference uh, seed. Popier struggled to make the playoffs. You know, and and, yeah. and he without didn't the big three, without yeah. the big three. Without the big three, he would like he was a great individual talent, but like in that era, you had guys like T Mac, who was the only guy on their team, and still made the playoffs. And Paul Pierce couldn't. James Harden? Exactly. James Harden. And the West, too. Yeah. Right? So, like, you couldn't make the playoffs. So, everything you do isn't irrelevant. But when you compare it to another Hall of Famer, another legend, you're going to come up short. And Paul Pierce is the kind of guy to always speak down on others others in order to elevate his career. Which I think, I can see why he does it. Because, like, I think every, to everyone... To compensate? To compensate, he right. He, he knows. like, 30 losing years. Exactly. And, like, no one really... like. And, you know, they won one championship with the big three. You should have had a three or two. One least, championship, bro. bro. And nobody really rates his career. Like, nobody, when you think about greats, you don't go Paul Pierce, right? I mean, you do, but if you're talking you? top five, then no. But if you're talking, like, top 20, absolutely. Top 20 what? Shooting guards. 
Paul Pierce as a shooting guard or a three? Two or three? No, he's a two. But that's, that's what the debate was. Oh, that's is it a shooting guard? Yeah, that's why he's like... Because we all played the two when he came. And then he was a three. But like, I guess yeah, he's, he's, I he's a wing. He's a wing. We'll go wings, whatever. Yeah, but like... No, he, he yeah, top twenty wings. <laughs> yeah, facts. Yo, he was heavy during his career. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you even if you go like, you go, you're gonna, you go, guy, Dwayne Wade's a top three, top four wing or shooting guard. Yeah, Paul Pierce, you, you said you said top twenty. That's not even a, that's not even a uh, like a competition there. No, no, it's not. Like, first of all, we're forgetting Marquette because like that's you have to consider that in like. I think overall career. Yeah. Um, what he, what did, he did in college. Yeah. Like taking Marquette to the final four. And I think he almost averaged a triple double. He had like the first triple double in college since right. like the seventies, eighties. Yeah. Man, like the, you, you can't dispute it. And then what he ended up doing in, in the NBA and obviously 06 winning the championship and finals MVP too. Finals MVP. And he was like, what, 25, 26. He's young. Yeah. And then he teaches pretty much our generation's greatest player. Yeah. How, how to win. win. Like right. you're talking LeBron here, you're not you're not teaching Joel Anthony how to set a screen. <laughs> no, you're teaching LeBron James how to win a basketball game, how to win a series, how to win a championship, and then you you win a second one in a row, which is something that Boston's never done. Like repeating a championship is very difficult. Finals four straight times, like if you want yeah, to keep like, going, like it, it's, it's, it's and then, and then you want to talk about age. Well, imagine LeBron went to Dwayne Wade when he wasn't in the end of his prime. Yeah, that's an if that we can discuss. Mm-hmm. Le, like you can't Dwayne discuss Wade ifs. Was, you Dwayne can't. Wade was getting injured and at the end of his prime, right. halfway through LeBron's time there, like yeah. their last year, he was even competitive. Right? Yeah, he couldn't. He can like he not like he couldn't barely. He just he, couldn't but, keep but he, up. Yeah, it, exactly. was, it wasn't for him. The pace, the the tempo of the game. I don't know, man. Paul we, Pierce. Listen, and, we, and it's this whole circle, the, the Boston Celtics. Like, Oh, that circle start, is awful. It just starts with Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Rajon Rondo, and what they did to Ray Allen in For terms real. of like yeah. alienating him as if he isn't Ray Allen. Like, you have a ring on your finger because of Ray Allen. Because he the joined Miami. Games that he's won for you guys. Because he joined and Miami. You cut him out, and then you come back and you obviously like – it's just so salty. It's kind of embarrassing. But the only thing I'm going to give to Paul Pierce here is he actually took it like a champ. Because uh, yeah. what I'm going to play up here yeah. next uh, is Jalen Rose giving him some feedback, and he's literally like in the next chair. He's an arm. He's beside him. Yeah. Away. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna put that on right now. Don't backtrack. He's made All NBA first team twice. Paul hasn't done it. He made All NBA eight times to your four. He's made All Defensive team three times to your zero. Ooh, zero. That's rough. He's won one scoring title. You weren't able to win a scoring title. That's too bad. He has three rings. You have one ring. Ooh, three is bigger than one. What are no, we doing? He's just, he's just a hype man over there, huh? Just a hype man. I, I, I don't have a horse to <laughs> I mean, we had a lot of down years. I mean, if I had KG and Ray. Yeah. If we play together back in 2003 or four, I mean, it will be a no-brainer. All right, so... Major shout out, firstly, to the uh, hype beast in the back there. Three is better than one. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> oh, that's rough. <laughs> oh, that's rough, Paul. Um, Hilarious. I mean, there you have it. Like, first of all, he's arguing all NBAs and all star games based on if I had KG and Ray Allen. Yeah, that's well, not you help acting you. like yeah. you need to win games in order to make these things. Uh, Anthony Davis is an all NBA superstar. This guy hasn't been out of the first round since, what, like 1991, whenever he was born? <laughs> like, so man, he just m- loves excuses. That guy, yeah, loves excuses. Oh, if I had this, if I had that, well, you didn't, and you don't have three championships, and you don't have all of those things that Jalen Rose listed that yeah. Dwayne Wade does. Yeah, and at the end of the day, nobody likes you. Like his walk off year, like we were talking about that earlier. Draymond Green, 
Uh, shout out Zaydmon Green, but he uh, <laughs> he comes and he says, "They don't love you like Kobe. This is, like- is your farewell tour. Like yeah. you, you can't go out the same year as Kobe." Yeah. And he's all expecting all these like, "Oh, I'm a Boston great man. You can be enjoyed in Boston for the ten years of lottery that you did over there, but." Uh, <laughs> Uh, please, like, I don't want, like, he feasted on the Raptors as a 37-year-old senior citizen, but yeah. other than that, I don't, I'm not a fan. Well, it, it just comes down to, like, when you, when you, when you take basketball aside, I think it's just the class. I think, like, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, everything he does is, like, elegance, class. Yeah. Like, he actually supports other players and younger yeah. guys, people who get theirs. He's there supporting, exactly. not being like, "Oh, if I had this, I would have had better." So, look, nobody like nobody likes you. Your peers don't like you. The fans don't like you. Like, yo, you know, they're all chirping him too, as you heard. Yeah, they're all chirping, and they don't like. I, not that they don't like him, but they definitely know he's a clown. That's that's what I'm saying. He's a he, Paul Pierce is a bunch of hot takes, and and it's yeah. amazing that I love Jalen Rose, and I love what he does, the way he pre- like just presents that information to him. But shout out to like you said, shout out to Paul Pierce for. For being there and just taking like a champ, like he didn't, he didn't say anything, he yeah. didn't make, he didn't, you know, cry about or anything. Like, but at the end of the day, you're gonna, you're gonna stack up careers next to each other. Don't put Dwayne Wade and Paul, don't put them in the same sentence, same paragraph, maybe same sentence, same sentence. No way, no chance. No, I'm not feeling it. Um, so we're we're heading into the playoffs soon, and I know. Uh, well, before we get into that, did you watch the Raptors game last night against Charlotte? You know, that's the second time we lost them in, what, two weeks? Week and and the second time we lost at the hands of Jeremy Sheep. <laughs> Bro, that guy, he's a killer, man. Dude. He, he is a Raptor killer. Dude. It's How? Insane. Okay, I think Jeremy Lamb's made two threes all season. <laughs> I think it's going to be a career one, year, though. I one think. was the half-court shot he hit backwards against the game winner. But yesterday was a set offense. But, like, yeah. come on, man. How are we going to lose to Jeremy Lamb? <sighs> He still hasn't shown now. He's been drafted like six years ago. I know. I know. He's still I, on his way. The Raptors do this thing where, and it's evident. Like every Raptors fan knows that there is a bunch of guys who are considered to be Raptors killers. Basically, yeah. what I consider to be a Raptor killer is not a no-name player, but maybe like a guy who's not a star or yeah, not an all-star. Yeah. Or a no-name. We definitely let those guys come right. through and And, and they business. come and just give us the works. And they just like put up career nights against us. So... I think we're gonna compare here um, some Raptors killers that we've 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 seen in the past. So I'm gonna let you go first and, yeah. and see who you who you have. I was looking at a, a couple lists, and um, yeah. one thing obviously you mentioned. I'm not gonna put down LeBron because LeBron's an every team killer. But look, look, look you, you guys are like Vince Carter when he came back, Raptor killer. When he was on the Nets, like you know, Again, obviously, like guys, no, Kobe, no. 81. No, we're talking about like guys who are not all star level, not star caliber. Yeah. So but, I have a list. Yes. I'm not gonna say all of them because I want to give you a chance. Yeah, I'll I just have a, a few, like a couple. Jeez. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just name my my all time. <laughs> Gerald Henderson, bro, that's my guy, man. Are you serious? Yes, bro, Gerald Henderson <laughs> from the Bobcats days. This guy is a legend. Against Yo, this us, guy would actually. Oh, I think you did some some research on numbers for this one. So he averaged the season that he killed us. He averaged 15, three and two. Pretty solid. Like like we said, not an all star, not not a scrub. Yeah. This guy put up 21, 7, and 5 against us and put up 31, 5, and f- 31, 5, and 5. Bro, how did he double his scoring average against us, man? That's not acceptable, man. Yo, Gerald Henderson <laughs> used to come to town and feast. Bro, it was insane. On some dinosaur meat. He had hair back then, too. Yeah. He didn't go bald yet. Man, they were called the Bobcats. <laughs> It was ridiculous. Oh I remember goodness, it's like, and, and it wasn't just 31. Like, he had a nice stat line. Like, no, he would no. hit 31, he would ice the game. And he would win. Exactly. He hit, like, the last, like, six points down the stretch. Oh, my goodness, it, On our home court. Oh, my goodness. It was ridiculous. Man. Since Continue. we had the same one, another Continue. really good one is Doug McDermott. 
Remember I Dougie, literally have him Dougie on Mac my buckets. list. Dougie I literally Mac, have him on my list. Bro, Dougie McBuckets averaged like at 2.3 on his career. Like he didn't came play. In, he had like 31 against the Raptors three times. This guy would have DNP night. numbers against every other team. It against was, us, he would explode. It was ridiculous. Another one here, Etwan Moore. <laughs> Etwan Moore. Etwan Moore. Oh he's a killer. On the Pelicans, yes. On the Pelicans, yeah, yes. he's a killer. Uh, Mirza Toledovic is a killer. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. There's this one. Uh, I'm getting confused with his name. Um... Something Harrell. Montrez? Montrez Harrell, when he was on the Rockets, Montrezl? came in and just destroyed us, bro. He was a no-name like back then. Yeah. And he came in and just destroyed us. He made he's a like name a, off our team. He's like a uh, Julius Randle 2.0, I feel. Just more athletic, more hustle, like, but Julius, yeah. Julius more skilled. Speaking of P-Double, he's a notorious Raptor killer. The, even, even the old P-Double. He's a P-double. playoff Raptor killer. Even the too. old P-Double. Brooklyn yeah. days, like you, like you told me before. Boston, um, I'm sure he came in. Boston, I'm sure. Fits. Um, Wizards, um, he called game on us when he hit bank, the bank shot. So like he is, that's why, that's probably why we hate him as much as we do. Cause yeah. he's just, he's a killer. He killed us a lot of times. What blows my mind is that the Raptors are not notorious for, but are very capable of shutting down guys that we consider are the more threats. Like right. they'll, they'll come to town that like, for example, they'll shut down like DeMar DeRozan and Rudy Gay, but they'll let like Derek White have 30. Yeah. <sighs> You know, like, yeah, one of those, like, they'll shut down Kemba and Jeremy Lamb will have 40. Yeah. But it's like, yo, what are you doing? Like, what's the purpose of this? Just let Kemba snap. Save your energy. And, and we lose. lose another night. And we lose. It's it, not like those guys come in here and have good nights and whatever. It's just yeah. an empty number. Bro, they would lead their team to wins. The scariest thing for me is I feel like this, we've been watching this for years and years and years. And no matter how different the team gets and no matter how different the we, coaching oh gets. Oh, my goodness. It always comes down to the same problems. Like, why are we going through these issues every single year? Like, I guess this brings us to talking about the struggles. And, like, yeah. the Raptors are known to be that team who struggles. And, and we finished first last year and got swept. Finished first the year before got swept. Yeah. Like, or second the year before got swept. Yeah. Like, we're constantly getting swept. We're not a respected top-seeded team, whether by refs whether by opposing fans, whether by players, like analysts, league, whatever it is. And I yeah. think that's why we have so many Raptor killers is that guys don't aren't scared of us. Like yeah. who's a Warriors killer? I don't know any off the bat. Who's I'm sure we kid? can find really good ones, but like I, I feel like the Raptors are that one organization that, that's like stapled as this is the one that gets killed by those no names. We're the one team that everybody wants to face. Yeah. Like, we, like we were, I think we were discussing before, it was like we're, it looks like yeah, Detroit, Detroit wants, wants, us, drop. wants to drop and face us. Yeah. And it's like, I understand, okay, whatever, they have Dwayne Casey, but, and he'll kind of maybe know our schemes and stuff, but teams drop or, and, and, or try to win just so they can play us in the playoffs. And that's not a reputation you want to have as a team, as an, as an organization. Like, it's embarrassing. How do, how do you allow that? And, and every year that goes by, it's the same exact thing that happens. Yeah. Watching the playoff or, or watching the Raptors rather this year, tell me about some of the struggles that you've seen that you could see translating into the playoffs. Or are you um, expecting or anticipating a different result this year? Well, I'm gonna tell you my expectation first, and then tell you, I guess, what, what I think about your, your your question. So my expectation is literally finals or or nothing. We did nothing or yet. bust or bust. We traded away Demar Derozan, traded away JV, right? You traded away all these guys to get you make your team better, change your coaching for short term solutions for short for short term gains. So you better. Last year we made the conference finals, we lost. So this year no, you last better. Last year was second round. Second round. The year before was conference, conference finals, was, right? Yeah, Boston, right. Cleveland. So you do all this to improve, and your aim is to win the trophy. So let's at least get to the finals. So it's a final for me. My expectation is finals are bust. Um, 
do i think we can get there i think so even man even when that year we made the conference final i think is such an overstated year like we were not a conference final team like we, even as Raptor fans, we were watching these games and we we're like, "How are we winning? Yeah, how are we, yeah, yeah. How are we winning these games? And this is weird and it's exhausting because we took Indiana that year. We went to seven and it was like this is a two-seven matchup. Was like, that the summer semester? Uh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, we got were wrecked by yeah. Cleveland. In, yeah, uh, yeah. Again, we got swept by Cleveland, but yeah. wow, we invested a lot. No, no, no. Them. It wasn't. It no? wasn't because we got swept by Cleveland that summer. But the year we went to the conference final was four-two. In the final, we yes, had, we watched yes, one of the exactly. games after SMB. Yes, yes. Yeah, on a Monday night. Right. We won the two at home and then lost two. Lost, right. But we went down. I mean, it was 2-2. Two, two. Even when it was tied 2-2, two, two, the whole world was like. How? Like, I think LeBron may have taken a night or two off. Like, there's <laughs> no way. It doesn't. So, I've, I've had, I've yet to have that one, like, season where I'm, like. Confident. We are that team. Yeah. Like, we are a threat in the NBA. My biggest thing that I'm seeing the Raptors do is uh, this might not be a big issue, but the offensive rebounding into second chance points for us, every single possession of the playoffs is so valuable. Yes. And I don't know what it is about because you know what I think it is? It's the con of having a Pascal Siakam because Pascal is running the floor, which is really good. Yes. Because, the amount of breaks that we get from that, the amount of, you know, they're back up on their feet, whether it's an easy bucket down mm-hmm. the stretch, whatever. But you're also missing that guy down low, that body down low. Because the when Serge down. is putting the, the booty down, you know, and he's and shielding, yeah. Fred Van Vliet's not going to be there boxing out, getting that rebound. Yeah. So a lot of times we do give up that the second chance point. So how do you, it comes down to like, do you fix that? Or is that something you just take with the advance of your offense? What, 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 I, what I would say to that is just, the game slows down in the playoffs, yeah. right? So hopefully, I guess, you know, Nurse or, you know, Pascal can kind of see that and be like, okay, so the game slows down, not as many fast breaks, not as many time, like opportunities to run the floor. Hopefully then Pascal comes, drops down and comes and gets rebounds. But that's a very good point. I, I think rebounding has been like our issue since like, I swear it's I used to... particularly offensive. I used to watch Chris Bosh. I'm like, wow, we can rebound. Like, is this, this has been like a, a, a generational issue. But my thing is, it's it's not so much about... You know what are we missing or what are we doing wrong or what are we lacking or whatever my thing is more so like we have a championship caliber team but i just don't know what version of the raptors we're going to get and what i mean by that is are we going to get a good coaching performance from nick nurse because we've seen a lot of times late game he's a bit shaky right are we going to get I, I love him to start but yeah I, but he's starting I, to look like a puppet I'll, I'll give i'll give something to him though I was very skeptical skeptical about that Marcus Hall trade, and I we, we came on here, we talked about it. I said I hated it. He's done a very good job of integrating Mark and to the team, yeah. and he's done a very good job about that. But and managing those minutes, right? So it also goes down to the culture because Ibaka's coming off the bench, like he had twenty and twelve off the bench yeah. the other night. Yeah. So it comes down to the culture as well. Like guys are willing to give that up to have the team success. Right. A guy like Ibaka is not fretting over the twenty million that he's making, being like, yeah, I need to exactly. be on the court, yeah, or else. You but know, then, are but we are we also gonna get playoff Kyle Lowry? Or are we gonna get regular season Kyle Lowry? Was it, Kyle Lowry really an issue in the playoffs? Absolutely, consistent. Him and Demar were like consistency, like just not there. But the thing is, like when you it's go not the same when when you watch a Raptor game, are you expecting Kyle Lowry to show up? Not anymore. Now that we have Kawhi, 
But back last year, that, the year but before, that's what I'm saying. Is fair. now you not only have Kawhi, you've seen Siakam now develop into a scorer. Another thing is Siakam going to be a scorer. The playoffs is when the lights shine bright, bro. Yeah. You, you gotta you gotta is show, he gonna up. show up. Is this his, is this his breakout season? Is he gonna show up in the playoffs, yeah. or is he gonna crumble? So He's young, right? It's so it's so many things. Like, what version of the Raptors are we gonna get? Are we gonna get a hungry? ready Raptors team or are we going to get the team that's always a regular season team always a top seed in the east and then somehow crumbles and gets swept by LeBron or gets swept but one year we got swept by the Wizards like like it's just oh my things goodness. that shouldn't happen are happening in the playoffs I, wa- I went to game two of that series we had I remember you told me. yes yes I sat row 10 yes. I was with Beef and I was with Clara and we bought the tickets for $190 behind the net no row 10 behind the net yeah Lou Will got a six man of the year award that right. night. And then we got blown out by 30. <laughs> 30. Yeah. Bro, yeah. at home? That was your, I think that's your the first night of six men? Bro. <laughs> was that my first playoff game? I think because I remember you were hyping about it. You were you were hyped you were going. I don't know if it was your first, but I remember you were you were rubbing in my face. For I, sure. There was one, the one of my I don't know if that was my first, but my favorite one was the Miami. Bucks. No, no for me, it was Miami. Remember that Miami game where that Kyle Lowry really hits the, the game, the game the tying, the game tying from, uh, from half court, and the half fans are already out of the gym, right? He hits that game tying um, half court shot, but we lose in, the, in overtime, but still high. That was crazy. Game. I hugged like three people next to me. <laughs> but, that but, was crazy. But, but that's just my thing. What version of the Raptors are we going to get? Are we going to get a hungry yeah. team or are we going to get the, the flop team that, yeah. we, that comes in the playoff? Well, I think one thing that we can really for certain assure is going to happen is Queen J- uh, King James is not in the East anymore. <laughs> Shout out Mike Biani. Um, but uh, we're not going to have to go through him this year. And I think that's immensely going to help the Raptors uh, in terms mm-hmm. of they, this is not something like psychologically that they have to worry about right now. And uh, it should make it a little bit more competitive. But the East is looking real good. How do you feel about the Bucks? Are you sold? I don't know. Because you know, the, the closer we get to the playoffs, like I'm scared man like, i'm scared of the top a lot five of the, teams like can... a lot of the discussion happening right now too is Giannis and Shaq at 24 because Shaq said um he's actually, better than see, me he's let better me see than if we me can find i think let me see if we can find what Shaq said hold on i know you had said earlier this week on a podcast that he's better than you were at 24 and we were just talking watching the highlight about what he could be like as he moves forward in his career you just said it uh by the time he's 30 probably be the best player in the game probably be one of the best players ever so you have it like Shaq is saying essentially he's better than me yeah. than I was at 24, so he can have the Superman title. And then you look at their stats head to head when they are 24, pretty much identical. The only difference is Giannis is a guard with these skills. It's it's just they're different styles of game. Like it's it, it so doesn't make scary, sense, man. But because you know, even when you look at field goal percentage, they're right there. So he's playing with the efficiency of a big man and the production a guard, of a big man, a guard, but yeah. moving like a guard and he's dribbling the ball. It, and he's distributing the ball. I think like that a big a big difference between them is the playmaking ability that Giannis has as a guy who can handle the ball mm-hmm. versus Shaq was at the receiving end of plays. Yeah. What Giannis can do, like his ceiling is super scary. He's 24, 25 years old yeah. and he's just now starting to figure it out like one thing I'll never forget is when I was watching his documentary on TNT where he goes the the night I realized I was nasty is when I realize that i can do this every single yeah, yeah, yeah and every single night he goes out I'm, that's all i can think about is this guy he had like 45 against philly the other night yes yes and he beat him he blocked and beat four times yeah put him on his back one very hard like time. are you sold 
the reason why I don't know if I'm sold, but the reason why I'm scared is obviously all the reasons you listed. But they don't have any like, like they don't have a Pascal Siakam that they rely heavily on. Like that, that, that guy who's like a breakout that maybe you don't know if he's gonna show up in the playoffs or whatever. They've got solid veteran guys. They've got solid guys that have been in the league for a while, and then they've got a good coach. Yeah. Like they don't have. We just said nurse Mind is pretty you, weak. He got swept though. The one year they won sixteen, he got coach of the year. Yeah, with Atlanta. Yeah, he got like, swept. whatever. Everybody gets swept. We got swept. So yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, it, it does depend. And then, I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm not convinced. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not sold. But I am scared because they've got lethal weapons that can really, if it clicks, they could win the East, right? But if it doesn't. I think we can beat them. I think I think it's come down to if it clicks, they're scoring 160 on you. And if it doesn't, they're going to beat you by 10. Because right now, they're just looking ridiculous. Like So you're sold. 1, one to 15. I'm sold based on the way that they're winning games. Because like they're not they're not winning by like... Small margins. or They're, they're, they're blowing teams yeah. out of the water, man. Like they're, they're blowing teams out and it's embarrassing. And they're scoring like 150 a night. And Giannis can have like 15... And they'll still score That's 30, 140. Yeah. And Giannis is shooting 70% from the field. So even if that drops a little bit in the playoffs, mm-hmm. we go down to 60. He's still making 60%. <laughs> goes down to 55, still making 55%. Like, unless somehow somebody like somebody huge gets hurt on nah, let's hope but not, even then, like they know. have so many guys, man. They have like where well, they have Lopez, Miritich, Bledsoe, Giannis, Brogdon. Middleton, Bro- well, Brogdon's out. Which is huge. Oh, that's huge, man. He's out at least two months. Like if he comes oh, back, wow. it's like the conference final. Yeah. He might come back. He's 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 a huge hit. Yes. Um, but Middleton, like Middleton's stupid, man. Oh, he's so long too. And then they have length, like Snell. Like Snell is an they underrated made, defender. They made that team literally based off length. Every position they have length. Makes. I like that, man. I like that method of team building where you yes. don't have to go and get KD. Yeah. Like I like like pre KD pre KD Warriors. Like yes. you drafts and key signings. Like Natural. you sign Igadala, you take him to your bench, you sign Livingston, you sign Bogut, you sign all these Barbosa. Like, little, like, like a bunch little of little key yeah, signings yeah. that take you so far and and you just draft well. Like you are, they yeah. drafted really well. They drafted yeah. Brogdon, they drafted Giannis, they drafted Middleton. Yeah. That, that's the core of their team. Yeah. So so there you have it. I mean, the struggles are the struggles, the Raptors are the Raptors. Do I expect a different year? I do. We do. We yeah, have Kawhi Leonard. We have a champion. We have an MVP, Finals MVP. Right. And we have Danny Green, who is has the, the, the record for most three pointers made in a final series. So he mm. can show up in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. that's something that you know he can. And you have Marcus Gasol, who's a great Gasol veteran a guy. Serge, a vet. A lot like of, you've got, we've this a is lot the, of vet presence, and I think our guys are confident in each other now. Like there's a lot of last year, we had a lot of guys like Delon, like JV. Who right. are younger guys that, yeah, they're good, they're productive, but do you trust them come playoff time? Is Larry going to pass them the ball willingly? But now mm. we're moving that ball. Like, right. yeah, I know Marcus Hall is going to make that shot, and Marcus Hall knows Serge is going to make that shot. So we're giving that ball up. That's what I will say this year. The difference, I think for me, the key difference is in what will help us succeed is our veteran bench. Last yeah. year we had the bench mob that was young and whatever. You know, Pascal was young, yeah, uh, Freddie you, was young. Can you believe the bench mob was a year ago? And exactly, it's like pretty much dwindled. Yeah, and now we have we got Jeremy Lin, Patrick McCall. Like you've got veteran guys who've won, who know how to play. Jeremy Lin hasn't won, but he knows how to play. Like they've been around for a while, so I think that will help kind of negate the you know no yeah. show of, of. And Marcus Hall's had a lot of playoff runs. Yes, he, he's like, experienced, he's not bro. From he's experienced, man. You've had those years with Zebo and, and yes, Mike. Michael. Yes. Sorry. Michael. Michael. He wants uh, to be known as Michael. Yeah, he wants to be known as Michael. Get out of here. <laughs> Mike Conley the second. Anyways, um, as we as we look at the season coming to an end. Finally, yes. Obviously there's been a lot of exciting things that happened, but it's really hard to pin your 
to pin your finger on like even like five. But if you had to choose like a standout thing that happened this season, something that you enjoyed or was like the highlight of your year, what would it be? That's hard to pick one. There's been a um, lot of good stories this year. I've got a few. I guess I'll I'll, I'll say um, for me, especially like because I love um, Brooklyn's that sleeper team. Oh, D'Lo's yeah. my sleeper guy. Yes. For him to become an All Star, number one, number number two. For him to be the one to put the Lakers out of the playoffs, I thought that was pretty cool. Like yeah. imagine being traded by that team and they don't believe in you anymore, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then you're the one who kills all the, like the mathematical chances of them being in the playoffs. Like you gotta you gotta be like yo like. Uh, yeah, in LA, in LA, exactly. So, I, I, I mean, if I were D'Lo, like I'd be hyped. Um, another one is um, Dwayne Wade hit a game winner. Uh, oh, against Golden State. Uh, against Golden State, that 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 was really cool. And he like got up, he like ran around the gym, and then he like remembered when he got up on the on the table, Smart and he house. did that again. Yeah. So like, that was pretty cool. Um, and I guess a third one, a third one, Aussie. Uh, Tuckles gonna love this one. Twenty twenty and twenty. That's an insane stat line, and 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 especially for Russ, who kind of had a bit of a struggling season in the beginning, um, was he actually shooting well. Mathematically secured triple double for the third it, straight year. Exactly. So he's just rewriting history in a way that we've never really seen before. Um, and twenty twenty twenty, like you can you can't fathom that. Like he had ten assists in the first quarter. Like this you know, what's came- funny is that night was the night in our STM League semifinal where my Amina Morris hit the game winner. Yeah. And I was talking to somebody, and I was like, yo, did you hear what happened tonight? Yeah. He's like, what, Westbrook? I'm like, Westbrook? <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about Mina Moros. He's like, he's like, bro, Westbrook had 20, 20, and 20 tonight. Yeah, man. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. That was nuts. Yeah, so, those are some pretty good stories, yeah, man. Yeah, those are mine. Uh, I, I, There's a few. There's a few good stories. Like, the Kawhi trade is a pretty cool story. The Gasol trade is a cool story. Harden, obviously, for me. Harden and his 30-point streak and his stupid scoring outings that he's night in night out just like 60s 50s yeah. like it's nobody's business but i, I think wanted one moment not 30 but fair enough i'll give you that no for sure but <laughs> um i don't know man if i had to pick one one thing for me it was that period of time where d rose was in conversation for six oh of the year wow because yes as like as somebody who is we were very much so grown during On. the time he was making it in his MVP year. We were very much basketball fans. Like, we were in it. We were watching the playoffs. We were watching every night. Yeah. And then you see him go down against uh, Philly. Yeah. And then you're like, wow. Wow. MVP. Okay. And then he comes back and he goes down again. Yeah. And he comes back and he goes down again. And then hometown Chicago is now booing D-Rose. We don't want you anymore. They trade him. We this, we I'm that. Get rid of him. <sighs> Like it just to see him come back, you know, and score then, fifty. And and it, the coolest thing for me was the consideration of sixth man for the guy who's the youngest MVP. Like yeah. the difference in the awards, right? You yeah. don't think of like a sixth man as a guy who was once a league MVP. Yeah, uh, I don't think he'll get sixth man of the year. I he think won't. what Lou Will did, yeah, just in in all year, and then obviously icing it with being the leadingest or most scoring bench player in NBA history, and like, in the playoffs, hands down, is going to yeah. be uh, Lou Will. Uh, but that period of time, I have to say, was probably my favorite just to see that comeback and that the irony in the award that he was going up. In, yeah. And like, wow, this is a guy who was the youngest MVP ever. And now you're considering him one of the better bench players there, in, in the league. There's actually, um, first of all, he's back on Instagram for anybody who cares to follow Derek Rose. Number two, there's actually a guy that plays for the Chicago Bulls right now. His name is, I don't know his first name. I know his last name is Lemon. He wears number 25, just like Derek Rose does. And he's like, he, he wears number 25 for three reasons. It was like, 
My mom wore played volleyball. She wore twenty five. Uh, it was Derrick Rose, and then uh, that Sim that that Simeon kid that that died in Chicago. So they were at their high school. They were number twenty five because that was his number. If okay, you're the best yeah. player, right? So he wears number twenty five. He's not Chicago. Walter Lemon is his name. Walter Lemon Jr. And he plays exactly like Derrick Rose. Like, same explosiveness. Same, like, the way he, like, Euro steps the same way. And he literally says, like, I just want to be like Derrick Rose. He's yeah. a Chicago native. It looks amazing. It's insane. So, like, you see a guy that had that kind of impact on a generation to go from MVP to sixth man of the year, like, candidate, like, Dude, and then insane. seeing him, like, that 50-point game, like, just seeing him crying. His emotion, man. Yeah, like, oh. Dude, it's just, like raw emotion like yeah. this guy is literally an example to everybody to all the people who like go down with whatever injury or have whatever setback just to see a guy who's gone through three knee surgeries and we're talking about nba basketball man yeah. we're not talking like he didn't come back and kill the d league like he came back at 50 in the nba off the bench like, yeah just major major shout outs to him so it's weird to see the season ending but very excited for the yes. playoffs this should be very, you know a lot of fun um, before we get into that, I want to just uh, recap last week's pick and roll. Oh my goodness! I'm still in the lead. Yeah, to exactly. nobody's surprise. You did have a good week though. You went four and one. Uh, I was right behind in three and two, but since I do have a cushion, I'm still up thirty four, thirty one. I think. I think this we're is actually, the last. This, this is the last week. The last week. Heading, so you have three points to make up. So pretty much, I need to get beat wrong on three of my matchups. Oh, I gotta, I gotta get, get the spread. Yeah, or okay. that. So Jesus, um, the games that this. we're gonna. My guy, I need some help. The games that we're going to look at this week are Denver at Portland, uh, and then Philly at Miami, Houston at OKC, Orlando at Charlotte. That's going to be a huge one because that's yes. playoff day uh, of the season, yeah. and those two teams are fighting for eight. Actually, funny enough, Orlando's up in sixth right now. Yeah, they are. I just, yeah, yeah. What? And then Charlotte's Did not tenth, see that so. coming at all. Mm -hmm. At all. Yep. yep. Uh, and then the last one, Utah at the Clippers. So... Uh, to start Denver at Portland, I will start us off with this one. I'm going to go with Denver here. I'm going to go Denver by four. And uh, the reason being is Denver is just all in all a better basketball team. And that's why I'm going to pick them. What? <laughs> and I, Cantor doesn't like he's known for being a bad defensive player. So I don't know if he'll have Jokic. an answer for Jokic. Yeah. And they're also a big team. They got Plumlee down there, too. I'm not saying Plumlee's going to score you 20, but it's a big body you have to right. worry about as well. So I'm going to go Denver by four here. Denver is a better team, so I have Denver by three. Even, uh, though, even though Portland's at home, that's kind of – it's funny. It's a testament to Portland that we're both man, picking up. Nurkic, losing Nurkic is huge. Like, you can't – what are you going to do about that, right? And you, you can't guard bigs. Cantor had 21 and 15 last game, though. Don't sleep. Yeah. Whatever. He's just not it's a good Cantor. defender. Yeah, he's, yeah, he can't. Yeah. And, 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 and I think that Nurk is a better playmaker like and, in terms of passer and like yeah. feel for the game. And my, my thing is, like, you don't, for all these games in general, you don't know who's going to rest. So my, my thought process is the teams that are regular season teams that haven't really been to the playoffs, those guys are not going to rest. Denver? Denver. So that's why I go Denver. I'm, I'm not sure if, C, uh, if uh, Dame will, will rest or whoever will rest. So. Well, CJ's injured. CJ's injured. That's so why I stopped. Yeah, exactly. Playoffs, but yeah. Damien might rest. I don't know if Cantor gets lazy. He's maybe five burgers before a game. He says he's sick or something like that. Um, so I'm going to go Denver by three. It would be amazing one day to see Cantor and LeBron as teammates. Like It'll one happen, of those, like one of the bucket. I guess a cool story for the NBA is Lance and LeBron being friends now. Because, like, and Rondo. Uh, yeah, 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 it was very weird because that's that was like a lot of beefs, especially with Lance. Like, yeah, the blowing in the ear and everything. <laughs> uh, second matchup: Philly at Miami. Take us, take us home. So, like I just said, I'm worried about resting. 
So, and Miami, I know, is fighting for the playoff seating for a play- to secure a playoff spot. I'm not sure if Joel will play. I'm, I'm sure they'll want to maybe rest him a bit. Ben Simmons probably will play. I'm not sure if they want to rest him a bit. So, I'm going to go Miami by four. Um, just, I'm kind of speculating here. You don't know who's going to play, who's not going to play. Um, Miami's fighting for a spot. So, I know they're going to go full, like, 100% all out. So, Miami by four there. Not because of talent, though. Yeah. So, don't try to get at me because of that. No, no, I got you. I'm going to go Miami by three here oh, because... Wow. When it comes down to the end of the year, that's what I'm saying. And we keep talking about it like Spo, D Wade, UD experience. It's hard to bet against. They're firstly they're at home. Yeah. Uh Philly, like you said, like the whole resting thing could always be a factor. Mm. So I'm going to go Miami by 3. Uh Houston at OKC. That's hard. You know what? Initially I had made my pick, but I'm going to switch it. This guy always does this. Man. I'm going to go Houston by 10. By 10? Yeah. By 10? Yeah, by 10. Why? Because James Harden. That's fine. By by 10? Yeah, yeah. If Why? you get the spread, I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> I'm going to be so Yo, that upset. was like the one game I guess I Golden State by 18. And I know. Won by 18. I know. I'm going to yeah. be so upset. I. It's interesting that you switched your pick. I have Houston by five. And I didn't even switch my pick. I don't have to. I don't go back. I don't make mistakes. But I mean, clearly, because my record is really good, right? So, but Houston by five, because like you said, uh, they have James Harden. And I think... I think Houston's a better team, and especially they're getting into the rhythm for the playoffs. Like CP Capella, the way they play, I think Houston in seven game series can for sure beat OKC. So I'm gonna go Houston by five. Cool. Uh, last, no, not second last. last. Orlando second last. at Charlotte. Uh, I'm gonna take. You ready for this? Because this is like a last day of the season. Oh, I'm sure 20? they're gonna both need to win to go to the playoffs. Yeah. Charlotte's at home. I'm gonna go Orlando <laughs> by three. Man, these these are mad close. Yeah, uh, and if I had to pick, I mean, like Charlotte's sitting in tenth right now, so I think Orlando's going to do. Orlando's in sixth. Yes. So, uh, and then last but not least, I got Orlando by four. Oh my so, bad. Yeah, I did forget to take your pick. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate Look at it. You uh, can be being all inconsiderate. <laughs> I got Orlando by four. You had what, Orlando by three. Yeah, these are too uh, close. And then Utah at L.A. Clippers. Initially, I also made a pick for this that I think I'm going to change. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go Utah by four. So this is probably the only one that we differ. I'm going to go Clippers by five. Did you pick Houston to be OKC? I did. Yeah. Oh, that was so my I original pick. Oh, that one and that? Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. We, we only had one difference, but uh, Clippers by five. Just because it's the end of the season, bottom seed, they're going to play They're gonna play all their guys. I think Utah will rest their guys. So, Clippers by five. Cool. Hot off the press for you. Hot off the press. Yeah. Virginia just beat Auburn. Yeah, they were they hit three free throws to win with 0.6 seconds left on a free on a foul that they committed shooting a three. Auburn fouled them shooting a three with no. 0.6 seconds left, and they made all three. I just Ice. got the notification. Ice. That is some crazy, crazy swish. It's, 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 uh, it's a madness, isn't it? Crazy, crazy stuff. So that that wraps up PNR uh, for Hall of Fade this week. I don't even think we made a selection. We dis- we discussed it. I, I think I I, I know it, who I'd want to. It seemed disrespectful. I'm completely okay with not giving it to anybody because we had a 2020 20 game and the predicament that we're in, guys, is that we don't want to induct the same guy twice. Yeah, you can't induct him twice. He's already in the Hall of Fame. You but, can't take him out and then put him back in. But we can't. We don't really induct the player more no. so the performance. No, no, we're inducting the player. No, I mean we can induct the performance. We the performance. 2020 20. If you can be a back to back MVP, you can be. A- a two-time Hall of Fade, so which I think is equally it? as good. We're right? good with it. 
I think I'm good with it. 2020? 2020. Russell Westbrook? Russell Westbrook. All right, guys. Have a good day. All right.